show is brought to you by MillenniLink, where talent and digital transformations intersect. Britt, what's going on? Jess, how are you? I haven't seen you in so long. I'm so happy when I hear your voice. You put me in such a good mood. You're such a happy person. Um, I am good. I had the great vacation, or not vacation, but just sort of getaway last week. Um, call Let's call it an, a New York offsite, as everybody in New York knows how badly <laughs> we need that right now. Yes. It looked so much fun. Love uh, Martha's Vineyard. I thought it was a ton of fun. And it's like a more rugged experience. It's the same sort of glamour and, and glitz as the Hamptons with the big homes, the... You know, like the Citarelle type market fresh food, but really enjoy the different experience. It's just a hell of a pain to get there and back. It's so far. How did did you have to take like a few ferries? It's like and the drive ferry back? to like the five hour car ride. Then you just Ugh. do the stop. Like it's just like one thing after another. It's not a smooth shoot like the two hour Hamptons is from the city. But what can you say? I was out of the city. Tell me about you. So I anytime I leave the city, the best feeling about coming back is like, oh, you get that feeling of like the energy. That's how I know I can never leave New York. And then I had FOMO because I saw you're going out pictures over the weekend. Yeah. So I have a friend um, named Brittany. She's moving to London. In a few weeks. So she's like mapped out like our whole social calendar for the next few weeks. Oh my weeks. God, I love that. So I went to the Spaniard, of course. Um, First off, like I said, that is my favorite place in the city. And Best going they, out spot for sure. So cute. Like that, it's like a great place, like I said, to meet guys, meet people. Like, meet friends. Meet new friends. Just like a good time. And I loved that even with the outdoor seating. It still had the same like vibes and same types of people. And they said that on Friday and Saturday nights, it's like pretty s- close to like a typical Friday and Saturday night at the Spaniard. Oh, I love that. And you know what the cool vibe, the new vibe is with like the going out scene? Since you can't like got like that creepy guy can't approach you being like, can I get everyone drinks? And then you obviously want the free drinks. You're like, hell it, whatever. We'll take it. Now the guys actually have to send drinks from their table in order to interact with ah, you. <laughs> well, it was so nice. Actually, their owner, I guess, they sent over a bottle of champagne to us. And I'm like, do you know Red, how much I love this The owner? Place? I don't know. His name's Mikey. So oh, I'm Mikey. Hello. A bottle so of champagne. That's know, big time. Like, and we really want to do a lot. Li- <laughs> we really want to do a live there sometimes. So maybe we got to talk to those guys. We got to hit up Mikey. About talking to Mikey about doing a live there. So you <laughs> went there. I saw you at Grand Banks, which is this for people who aren't in NYC. It's like a cool boat on the water, but very posh. Yeah. So that's where they have like the nice thing is they've been able to operate since phase two because oh, yeah. it's essentially like a docked huge sailboat. And so they have really great oysters. It has a beautiful view of both the city and Jersey City. Um, it's a really cute date spot. So if you want to go and meet up with a hinge date or whatever else, it's a really cute spot. Obviously, all outdoors. But don't go there. Don't go there trying to meet guys. I, I went there back in my in my 20s and like it's not the spot to go out to like because it's too expensive. People don't go there just for a drink. Really? It's, it's yeah, it's too like inconvenient. If you're looking for like the banker boys, like they're not trekking over to a boat. Although maybe in the COVID moment, this is like the maybe. bar of the moment. Who knows? No, it is very coupley. And I will say also, if you're a girl, don't wear heels there. Like you can wear like just a block heel, a wedge, but it's very rocky. Yes. Um, you kind of feel like you get tipsy after a few sips, but it's really just the movement of the boat. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the bathroom is like all the way on the bottom of the ship. So I had a, a date after it. So I wore these really cute heels. And I was like, oh, my God, am I, like, too drunk to go on my date? Oh, my God. But once God. I got off the boat, I realized, like, okay, I didn't get drunk off of one drink. I'm okay. <laughs> Is it a new first date? It was a second date. Okay, and went fun. Was it good? Good spot? Yeah, I have a date three tomorrow. 
Oh, hello. We'll see. We'll okay, see. we'll wait till we'll make a rule on the show that we won't talk about guys or say names until third date. That will be our yeah, rule. Yeah, definitely no names. Yes, it's a, but it's I like a friend, hash, whatever. I um, I always love we'll hearing what the guy it. does though. What's what 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 is his career? What industry is he in? <laughs> Tell me industry. Okay. We have to, um finance. Love it. Okay, trading. Okay. Trading. Trading. Like Love you. it. That guy's probably making a killing right now. So let's hope that things go well in day three. <laughs> I love you, Jess. Jess, as you know, I've been currently recruiting for some positions on my Butini team, and I discovered a platform called MillenniLink. This is a digital IT recruitment and project-based service company that works with companies of all sizes, from small startups like mine all the way to large enterprises like KPMG. They will help find talent for all your IT needs. Britt, I am obsessed with this company. Do you know why? They are (laughs) Canadian-based, just like me. I have a lot of friends working in tech or IT, and because of the current climate and the lack of visas being available for Canadians and people elsewhere, all these people are being sent home. So you have people who have been trained at American companies, they may be Canadian educated or US educated, and they are sitting at home and they are working with MillenniLink to find jobs in the US again. One fun fact that I didn't know is that Toronto is number three in all of North America for their quality of talent within the tech industry, following only behind Seattle and San Francisco. The sweet thing about it, Britt, is a lot of these Canadians who have moved home, like they just left New York or they just left San Fran. So they're totally accustomed to the work culture, the work environment. And I think that's like really the beauty of this business. As an employer myself, I love the flexibility in the services that MillenniLink offers. You can find a permanent employee. You can find a freelancer for a range of duration of time. And you can also pay them in Canadian dollars. So guys, if you're short on staff and IT projects are part of your business's recovery plan, MillenniLink is a great resource for you. So please reach out to this company. They are fantastic. They are so easy to work with and they're Canadian, so they're going to be nice. <laughs> How you find MillenniLink is www.millenniLink.com and they look forward to hearing from you. Welcome to today's episode of Cake for Breakfast. Cake for Breakfast is a mix of the news you need, biz, stocks, and tech, and the news you want, celebs, gossip, and beauty. Welcome to Cake for Breakfast. Today on the show, we're talking COVID updates, major celeb weight loss, and Amazon's latest business. All right, we have a great show for everybody today. And just a reminder, if you like listening to the show, please hit that subscribe button on Apple. Or if you listen to podcasts on Spotify, click follow there. You are giving back to our business and we very much appreciate it. Thank you. So Britt, I kind of have a big subject to bring up for our first story today. I just feel like it needs to be addressed. Are you down? Down. Down? (laughs) Well, we're not going to be laughing because it's not happy news, but we have not done a COVID update on the show and we try and stay positive. We try and stay interesting and sexy. Those are sort of like the three formats we go into. But I was actually just talking with my mother and she's like, what are the case numbers there? And I feel like there's been this sort of new motion in the air around corona and sort of what everyone's vibe is at right now and then they came out with an article on friday sort of letting everyone know the number so i thought i would do a rundown so going off like the mindset i feel like in the beginning of this we're like oh like it's gonna be something that comes by and then we'll be back to our normal life latest september and even now like with my industry of events we said like oh like september by the absolute latest, well, let's hope by end of July we'll be good to go. But now it's turned yep. into this whole mindset, like with all these new big tech companies, 
that are pushing for start dates for back to the office being next July. You draw you you got you called on Google. You said Boom. all the tech companies. Oh, Boom, I'm we're so gonna good. follow right after. Yeah. You're in front of the news. <laughs> Not that it's exciting, but it is something where like before it was something that we were looking forward to going back to normal. And now mm-hmm. I think the mindset is like, okay, like for me, like even with my business, I'm like, all right, this year's just a wash. Like Let's just get to 2021, but it's almost like this, not a sense of peace, but you just know that like until there's a vaccine, it's really not going to change. And can I say something really odd? Because like, I don't know why it didn't occur to me sooner, but like, (laughs) I didn't even think the vaccine was that big of a thing. Like, I just thought like, okay, eventually it'll just like die out or it'll become less pop. It looks like the news, right? Okay, in like two months, it'll be like not the thing. And it's like, literally, it's become our lives. I think in March, we were all like, okay, okay, by summer, like, by summer, July, everything's going to be good. And then everyone's like, OK, OK, in July, you know, September 1st, like that people will be back to work. Now people are like, OK, January 2021, please, God, please oh make my God, something please. happen for us. If I have to have my birthday in quarantine, I'm going to be very upset. Yes, I agree. <laughs> but we'll do it. We I'm will just do it kidding. There. I'm so, just kidding. But let's hope that a vaccine comes sooner than later, because I think it is like it definitely is affecting people, not just in health. And I want to hear some of the numbers that you found, Jess. But it has affected people like personally, professionally, mentally, um, everything even, like dating and marriage. Like there's just so much that it has affected that I think many of us can agree that we're ready to move on and adapt to that new normal. Um, yes. And hope that vaccine comes sooner than later. OK, so this is let's put ourselves into like a, a bit of a heavier mindset here. These are some pretty tragic numbers. The world has now registered approximately 20 million cases. Crazy. The U.S. has recorded more than 162,000 deaths, just devastating, and 5 million cases of COVID-19. And this is according to the John Hopkins University, who just published this big report on Friday. Worldwide, there have been more than 728,000 deaths. So like almost a million people have died from this thing, Britt, and almost 20 million cases. So one reason why I think that and 20 million cases worldwide I think one of the reasons why this is getting COVID's getting like a ton of the front page big headline news is because right now in the U.S. we're averaging more than fifty thousand new cases each day last week. Wow, that's crazy! But then you're it's also crazy. seeing like a lot of people moved into going back to normal so quickly, and now all those states and people are getting that big spike again. It's just it's just crazy, and I think that's yeah that's why the numbers are coming up, but like. You're right. Until there's a vaccine, like this is our new normal. So these numbers are very scary and it shows how severe this whole pandemic is. I actually, when I was in the Hamptons, I was talking to a guy and he's like, yeah, like my dad died from COVID and you're meeting more and more people who like just casually out of nowhere have their relatives, they have their parents getting sick and losing their lives. You know, it is difficult because now like work and home is one you're trying to like moms are trying to figure out how to be a full-time mom, be a teacher, be a wife, have their own career. It's just insane. You totally hit on that with like this has changed everything and now, you know, there there since there's no vaccine right now, people are just having to pivot their life, their lifestyle, their their work, like everything has just changed and I don't know if we're going to go back automatically after, but people like you said, people that are alone, people sitting at home like they might just risk it. They might be like, I'm not going to just sit here. I'd rather like get COVID than. Well, like it's not even that. Like I've been going out to eat more. 
because it is depressing just sitting inside. But as long as you're yeah. like smart about it, like you wear your mask, you can take it off once you sit down and just follow the restaurant's rules. Um, I think that we've all realized like we can't just like do nothing and be miserable and be depressed because life does have to go on. Um, it's not going to yeah. be the life that we know it, but there is going to be some capacity of us being having to figure it out and adapt. And and the, the beauty of it, too, is that I know for me, like I was always running around and like never having time for myself. And it was really exhausting. And it made me think, like, what does my what do I want my life to look like post covid? Because I don't mm-hmm. think this is a huge opportunity for all of us to sit down and say, like, what's important to us? Is it job? Is money really as important as we thought? Like, do I really need yes, it? Yes, money city? is more important. <laughs> money is more important than ever because everybody needs space and like a vacation home <laughs> or like just some sort of like second home because the New York City apartment living is not the sexy living right now. Um Speaking of which, I'm kind of annoyed at the Hamptons because I feel like everybody else is like buckling in. You know, movies aren't going. Everyone else is like sitting at home trying to make this work and get through this. And I see the Hamptons again are like throwing some big fundraiser. And I know that's like a big piece of the Hamptons with these fancy fundraisers each summer. But like, is it that necessary? I saw Rouse. They they trying to cater the event. Rouse, Brit. I think you've been there, right? It's that uber exclusive mobster oh, bar. Oh, in the Harlem, uptown. I think, right? Harlem, but it's like some old, like Leonardo DiCaprio has a table, like Jeff Bezos has a table. Like, of course, you've been there, Brett. I love that. Um, but they want them to cater this Rich Hamptons couple. And they're like, the government will only let them come if everybody tests negative. It just feels so extreme. But I will say, as someone of the events industry, like this is also keeping people employed. So again, like just True. like going to restaurants and like be- having your life. Like I think the whole like Chainsmokers concert, like that was horrible. Like that was insane. That was not... A good example. That was a pit party. That was a party pit. Pit. Yeah. But this, like allowing people to have fundraisers and putting money towards good organizations is great. Having ch- different floral event companies and having restaurants and catering companies being able to work is something that I'm truly supportive of. I guess you're right. And the people in the Hamptons aren't like, oh, upper middle class, like backyard barbecue. They are like, like, 10 acres of like garden lawn rich like they can have the tables the flowers the whole nine yards I am with you on that yeah like spend the money like I'm yeah. worried that from a wedding like an event perspective is like after the great uh, the depression a lot of people were nervous to show money and spend money just because of like the atmosphere of the economy and just society oh, that's interesting I so didn't know it's that. good that people are still feeling like they can spend money and want to have you know, socially distant events because that will only help every other company or vendor or anyone involved that makes it happen. I guess we'll see how long that goes on for too because now they're looking at canceling like the not only $600 unemployment checks down to the $400. We'll cover that on another go. But lastly, since this is a pop culture show, I do want to touch on how hard it has been for like the movie industry, production industry, and they've been just hit the worst, I think. These big summer movies are being pushed back. Top Gun was one of them. And these are like the $100 million budget movies. And they're going direct to release like online or on Amazon or whatever. It's just such a crazy world. And the AMC came out um, last week. I think they reported earnings. They said they lost half a billion dollars in their (gasps) second quarter. So they're naming that they're naming it the worst quarter since the company was founded a hundred years ago in 1920. This is just insanity. But Britt, are these businesses like I sit here, I'm like, I'm a cinephile. I bleed uh, television and film, (laughs) but everybody else has had to pivot at some capacity. Like fashion designers are making 
masks. Like they never made yep. masks before. You've got Kodak you like LVMH company. doing sanitizers. Sanitizer. Like, you mm-hmm. got the Kodak company now transitioning. I know they got the government grant, but transitioning to pharmaceuticals like it's just it's just so are we feeling bad for these guys or do they need to find a way to pivot like everybody else I mean at one side like I cried when my blockbuster closed because I don't love change like I think there's something very special about going in and choosing a movie and being able to experience a movie in a very different experience like I'm all about experiences but going off your point like everyone has to change and what we've learned from this pandemic is that like companies only stay relevant and stay succeeding throughout hundreds of years or tens of years by adapting. And so this actually brings me to my next story, which includes a company pivoting as well. During the pandemic, thankfully, some stores have started to reopen, but shopping malls were one that took a bit longer. Oh, you're right. Are they are malls even open yet? So I actually went to one in my hometown, but not even like the Chelsea Market in Chelsea right, right around the corners open. Like I think a lot of them are still shut down. And so talking about finding new ways to adapt, Amazon and one of the biggest um, mall owners have been looking into partnering to repurposing failing malls into Amazon fulfillment. I think it's smart. I mean, you got to do what you got to do, right? One thing with Bezos, though, we talk about this on the show. Is he not getting too big, too powerful? Like now he's going to own all the real estate in the country. Like when when is enough enough? I know it's getting a little scary. I mean, at one point, like I do think it's good that because I would rather have part of the mall be a fulfillment center for Amazon rather than having a whole shopping mall close. So I think it's okay, but it's him particular where he owns so much right now that it's getting scary. Yeah. And then I just saw that Bezos sold 3 billion in like personal stock. So whenever a big CEO, and this isn't like a hundred percent, but a lot of the, you know, when a CEO is selling his own stock, like maybe it's for his divorce. Um, we don't know that, but it feels like he's selling because he feels like he's at the top right now. That's that's what I read into that. It's crazy because even when I was leaving my office last week to go to the bank, mm-hmm. there was an entire street just filled with these ta- like folding tables, all with Amazon packages. Like they've been turning streets oh into fulfillment centers. They obviously need some spaces. So I that's a great that's a great catch. I never saw that. I guess no one is literally buying local <laughs> like we're told to. <laughs> no, no, that's not true. I feel like there are more people shopping smaller brands right now but i think it's more from like digital sales. Brit, i heard a rumor that bezos is getting into beauty Stop. What, what are you gonna sell for no <laughs> just kidding away. just kidding no <laughs> jeff bezos knows nothing he knows a lot of things about a lot of things but he knows nothing about beauty that's for sure <laughs> um i am super excited about our next story it's literally one of my favorites we've ever pulled for the show because i feel like there's this trend out right now about this big weight loss being cool now before you see like that's you know growing up we see that slim fast commercial where the woman's like 300 pounds holding up her jeans she's like look at me and it just feels like taboo or unattractive something weird about it but now weight loss is sexy like people want to be healthy they want to look good feel good be their best it's not just like a generic like oh i took this like protein like i took this powder i drank these juices and then i lost weight like that's not sustainable but we're seeing more celebrities and just people involved knowing that it takes work and there is no secret there is no like magic thing that you can just do work. you just have to work and mentally change your mindset and want to look and feel healthy because it's not really just about like looking it's like you want to feel beautiful you want to feel good all right you ready for the unveiling to see who the big celebrity yes. is yes do i know them 
You do. We all know her. She's not huge. Kelly Osborne obviously oh, is Ozzy yeah. Osbourne's daughter, but just a cool rock star kid. I feel like she's been on a few shows. I think she was on E for a while. She's a fun yeah, red carpet and host. She, the family had their own reality show. Reality them. show. They were sort of them and Kings at Princes of Malibu with Brody Jenner. Those were sort of like the birth of the uh-huh. reality star child. But Kelly Osbourne, and she, who's been you know overweight her whole life, and she's been very vocal about it on the red carpet. She's like, look, as a chubby girl, or she's got great lines. She's got great energy. She drops 85 pounds this year at the age of 35. So props to you, Kelly. Like, we are here for that. That's amazing. That's, I mean, that's massive. Mm -hmm. That means that she really dedicated a lot of time to, like, focusing on herself. She credits the weight loss to her. I didn't know this, but I guess she's two years sober um to her sober journey and lot and literally you were saying the same thing just lots of hard work like that's that's what it comes down to with this kind of weight and loss. I loved it because on one of her insta stories she was talking like she's been publicizing her whole like weight loss journey and she took a picture of her new pant size when she was shopping at Neiman Marcus and she yeah and what did she said like 2019 has been a hell of a year and yeah. here she's like, yes, I'm bragging because I worked hard and it feels good. And I'm like, this good. is great. And it's cool. Like, is that sound corny saying that? Like, I just feel like weight loss, there's a taboo. But these women, her, Adele just lost a ton of weight, oh even God. though they don't they don't harp on talking about it. They're just like, yeah, whatever. I worked hard and I lost the weight. No. And, and I love like hearing like I love how they brought us on their journeys and they're like mm-hmm. talking about how proud they are of themselves. Because even for me, I do something called the sweaty selfie. And like, I love so, your sweaty selfies. <laughs> Some people are like, you're so annoying. Like, uh, but now no, it makes me want to work out. And if you don't do them, <laughs> then I feel like I skip my workout. <gasps> yeah. So that's what other people say. It motivates me. And honestly, it's for me. Like, I don't really I don't I really don't care who does it. But when I, I tell myself if I work out, then I can post a sweaty selfie. And mm-hmm. so I've had people recently be like, hey, I've gained some weight during quarantine. I feel self-conscious about posting and telling people like I just worked out but it's cool like I love how like celebrities are endorsing this this mentality of like you it's not about like if you look better than another girl but it's like comparing you to yourself to yourself a week ago six months ago and like have you improved from your own standards and if so that's great can I tell you what I really also love about the story on top of everything else about it that I'm just so into? Yeah. Is she's not like doing it. You know how these women are like for my wedding. Like <laughs> I, I lost the weight or I had my first child and then I lost the weight. Like she's just literally 35. She's probably like, you know what? I'm drinking a bit too much. I'm eating too much. I'm partying too much. Like why not just like take a life check here and, and put myself in line. And I just think there's something so cool about that anyone who's entered into their 30s can relate like it becomes a bit of a more difficult time to drop shed the pounds definitely on my own journey trying to fight that one right now and I just think it's it's like you wouldn't think at 35 to reinvent yourself and I feel like she's just doing it all right so let's talk about an interesting tech development for an app we haven't heard about in a while Ooh, I like it Chinese tech and media investment firm Tencent Holdings has taken 12 percent stake in Snapchat which comes a day after Snapchat released very disappointing quarterly results. Okay, I know Tencent, Britt. They're a huge film production company. They did the one I think I was talking about earlier. Like, they did the new Top Gun that's being pushed back. They did Wonder Woman. Oh. They did A Beautiful Day. Like, they're a massive... Whoa. They're sort of... You know what they give me? They give me ByteDance vibes. But anyway, sorry. Go on, go on. But they also own the mobile chat service WeChat. What is that? So... Th- that's where it's based in China. Like they have 1.2 billion users. Jeez. And so even a lot of like my friend who has like a clothing company, like she u- utilizes that app a ton with her manufacturers and even brands like 
Rebecca Minkoff. And even when I was in Prada last month, they're like, we can communicate via WeChat. Like a lot of brands actually sell to um, their Chinese consumers through this app. Interesting. And so, so we, don't, also, we don't use oh, yeah. in America WeChat or do we? Well, I I think you can like, but it's more so to, like, you know how like WhatsApp you use yes. more so for yeah. like your international friends. That's I think more of like for any of your like friends who are based in Asia. Got it. Um, but if you don't know WeChat, um, Tencent Holdings also has stakes in our favorite man, Elon Musk's oh, company, Tesla. Tesla, and ride service company Lyft. Okay, these guys, I'm sorry. This is just feeling me. This is giving me ByteDance vibes. Like, they're, like, <laughs> literally the big one of the biggest producers in Hollywood. And, and then they own, like, wow. tech companies. And they're... And this is why Trump also wants to try to ban WeChat. Oh, he is. Is he uh, on that? In addition to TikTok. So oh, yeah. they, I, I mean, think, have the same... Supposedly, I read an article where they were... He Supposedly, Trump gave till September 15th for both of them to figure out how to be more of like a U.S. based or U.S. Yes. owned. So are you, but you're saying for Trump is trying to ban them as well? Mm-hmm. Oh, Tencent? Yeah. Not Tencent. WeChat. WeChat, which Tencent owns, which Tencent's like the bike yes. dance. Wild. But they just say like if they do that, like how that's going to affect like maybe a lot of brands who use this to communicate to a lot of their customers. Based, like even Diane von Verzenberg I read that they are shutting down a lot of the stores and only focusing on their Chinese consumer. Oh, my God. Forget the For brands. The These guys closure. literally finance Hollywood. Oh, my gosh. This I didn't realize yeah. that. So, I mean, I don't think like because then like I don't think he's going on to like ban every app that Tencent's involved in. I think it is. It's not like they're banning Snapchat at this moment. But who knows? Like, I don't know. Yeah, but know if they ban them, why. Tencent's going to be like, F you, Hollywood, like finance your own films. Potentially, yeah. So <laughs> it'll be just interesting to see what what the indirect effects are if WeChat, which is a huge part of their portfolio, mm-hmm. goes banned, and then also TikTok, that's banned. Man, I need to look more into this company. Thanks for highlighting it. It's interesting. All right, Britt, I had to do a double take on our last story today because there's just so many thoughts running through my head on this one. <laughs> uh, I sent you- Definitely a celebrity one Definitely then. a celebrity <laughs> one, and I sent you the pics because I needed your like full a- analysis on it, the full scoop. So- Jennifer Gardner, as we all know, Ben Affleck's ex, who they have three kids together. She's also a big movie star on her own, so I don't know why I have to intro her as somebody else's husband or somebody else's <laughs> no, ex-wife. No, yes. No, no. She doesn't need to be introduced. She by. needs no introduction other than just Jennifer Gardner. But she was seen out spending an afternoon with a shirtless Bradley Cooper, and she was holding his little daughter and making sandcastles with her in Malibu. So this feels like an absolute fluff piece when you're just listening to it. You got to see the pictures to better understand it. The story is slightly suspicious because Jen just broke up with her boyfriend of two years that kind of hot. Do you see that guy? What's his name? Jamie something. He's a really hot tech. John Miller. John Miller. Hot tech guy, right? Tech CEO and owns 50 burger joints. Okay, well, there you go. He's like my dream man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's newly single. I read that they that he was like, okay, trying to lock it down. And she's just like, I'm not ready. I can't commit, which is kind of awesome. Like she's 48 and just like hanging out with like shirtless Bradley Cooper. I love I started following her earlier this year and i love like she was making banana bread she's always she guest taught a ballet class she's in the same kitchen yes she and i've heard her speak she's just this like bubbly energetic amazing person that's like really really quirky yeah and hello 13 going on 30 was like the best rom-com of all time um but this picture like i want to i want your scoop on it because when i look at this picture it feels very I'm going two ways on it. It's either her sitting with him at this uh, Malibu. It's these condos. I've seen them in Malibu before. I feel like celebrities rent them out for like a couple weeks at a time. 
there are like a lot of them all along the beach. So that's why other people were able to to see them. But like they don't just buy them. They might. But I just I know I can tell the area that these are in. And I do feel like he lives full time in New York. So maybe he owns it. Maybe he doesn't. Ah. I don't know. But um, it feels to me like either she went over there for a meeting because now he's this astute director, producer. I think he's a writer, too, from Star is Born. He's very credited, serious Hollywood guy. So perhaps she goes over there for a business meeting. But if that's the case, no matter, and they're good friends, they're friends from Alias, like, why is he coming out of his house, even though they're on the beach, like, shirtless, he was, like, laying on his back at one point, she's playing with his kids, so is there, did Me Too not really happen, and these women still have to sort of, like, put on that role for these men to get them to hire them? Or, quite simply, are they just dating? Well, okay, first off, it's Jennifer Garner, she's an A-list celebrity, so I feel like it's, I really don't, I definitely don't think it's, like, a Me Too um, type situation but it is probably like they've been friends for years and years and I think what's interesting is you see like from an actor an actor like being very close and having a very strong relationship is pretty key to building out these characters and having that right dynamic like even with us right mm-hmm. like the more that we talk and like spend more time with each other the more like things just like but Britt I never I'm, I never you never come into my apartment and I'm sitting here with my shirt off asking you to like <laughs> take care of my kid like that's what I'm trying to argue for her like no matter how but that's the thing but that he's now transitioning from being actor like going from actor actor to actor to director and so that's so now he's I the think, man in charge if the boss is always the director right. right so now I feel like maybe he just hasn't translated that relationship and maybe they don't need to um I don't know but I'm hoping that maybe they're Dating? Look, if they're dating, that's the bit that's amazing. Like it's just amazing all around. She's a list, he's a list. She obviously has a bit of a crush on him. She did this speech last year to um to a group of people, Entertainment Tonight highlighted it, where she said, I started cooking for you the minute you got to Hollywood and I'm still cooking you dinner now. And anyone who follows Jennifer Gardner knows that famous party dinner for five where she sat with John Favreau and per- basically pursued her love to Ben Affleck in that dinner. Um Wait, yeah, really? it's a, I'll send you the clip. It's such it's on it's like an, on an old school um, YouTube show. It's it's really fun. And if you like John Favre, you like it. Is that how they met? No, they met on Daredevil or they they met at the Golden Globes. He was sitting. The story goes he was sitting with Harvey Weinstein and he pointed Ooh. to her and they hadn't cast the lead for Daredevil yet. And he pointed to her when she won the Globe for Alias. And he said, <gasps> I want her. And then Harvey said, get on the phone to whoever the agent was like because she just went up she just went way up in price and then that's yeah oh my god <laughs> and then that's how they wow. they met fell in love on that set I think he was with JLo at the time and bada bing bada boom she's now with the new and then did you see these pictures he's like laying on his back I just think she has a type if they are together like she likes sort of like those man child men I love them. They're all so cute. So I guess we, I guess we <laughs> wrap up with if they are, if it's truly a work meeting, I don't care if how close they are. I don't think he should be in his swim trunks with no shirt on inside his house with her. I just think because most women would be like, OK, that's fine. But like, how far have we come if that's fine? True. I mean, she's wearing a sweater and not a bathing suit, which is kind of interesting. Suspicious, but maybe- right? It was a hot day. They were going to have like sit inside and have some like iced tea, but they decided it was really nice out. They were going to hit the beach. She forgot her bikini and this was their day. But then why does she have to babysit his kid and have him take his shirt off? Anyways, I'm not going to stop harping on it. I'm making some rage <laughs> feminist issue out of this. And I really do. I would love to see Bradley Cooper without a shirt on. I'm just trying to stir an issue up here. <laughs> um, 
Britt, the play of the day, Bombshell. You would just watch this and got excited about it, and that's why we picked it. I actually saw it during the 2019 awards season, and I loved it too. Tell me oh. your thoughts. So I watched this during quarantine when I was upstate with my parents. I loved it. It reminded me a lot of like the storyline behind the morning show with oh, right. Reese Witherspoon yeah. and Jennifer Aniston. I preferred the morning show um, over this one, but I did like how this portrayed... Megyn Kelly and what happened at Fox News. Yeah, it was a great, it was Oscar nominated. I think Charlize Theron. Margot Robbie was nominated too. Man, that girl needs an Oscar already. Um, she was robbed on Itania. I love this movie. I actually interviewed to be a Fox financial news reporter back in 2017, what? I think. I didn't get to interview with Roger Ailes, so I don't have any insight on whether it's true or not that he makes girls hike their skirts up and showed him wow. their business but uh yes i unfortunately didn't get the job but it was a very cool experience getting to be on the fox news floor doing a tape for them it was a fun it was a fun experience nonetheless and prepared me for my job on cake for breakfast i was just gonna say that this it was meant to be this is probably fate that's happening right now definitely um but if you guys haven't seen bombshell it's just a really good movie you have Charlize theron you have margot robbie nicole kidman like there's nothing there's no reason why you shouldn't check it out if you love what you heard today, please rate, review, and subscribe. Hit that subscribe button on Apple or follow us on Spotify. It's giving back to the business. You can add us on Instagram at girlonthestreet underscore or at Brittany.low. Check out that thirst trap she posted. And at cake for breakfast podcast. All right, that's all for today. Don't forget to tune in Tuesdays and Thursdays for Cake for Breakfast. And thank you to today's sponsor, Link. You can find more information and details in our episode description. And that is www.millennilink.com.